0: Good day everybody Taskmaster 4450 here putting together another video for everyone and what I'm going to talk about today is the growing need for blockchain and I'm going to frame this discussion based upon government thievery based upon corruption We have a couple examples of things taking place, and before I get into it, I just want to say I don't give a flying you know what, where you stand on these people or on which side of the equation you fall. People make the mistake of deciding something based upon the individuals or the sides involved, and if they don't like something, they say good. This is the political-minded who tend to be brain dead because it can be turned around. And then, of course, they scream bloody murder. So the first instance we have is Trump and the state of New York. The state of New York, or the city, actually, now I guess it was the state attorney who went after him, has decided that they are going to take 350 or 500 million or something from Donald Trump. And I say take. They have used a law that is on the books, obscure as it may be, and has been used occasionally in the past for fraud. And decided that they are going to file a case against Donald Trump and they did. And of course, the judge, who was, in my opinion, complicit, sided with the state and said, yes, you know, he overestimated his value on a application. This is fraud. Now, it's not a criminal case. And mind you, the bank who did business and was involved, they said, no, that's not how it was. He said it was one thing, we said it was another, and they come to a conclusion. This is what sent Kevin O'Leary off the deep end. And basically everybody who has a loan could be accused by the state of New York of lying and face penalty. The second issue, is Jenny Yellen running her yap and saying she is going to push for the release of the assets that were seized from Russia to give them to Ukraine to fund the war? Now, Jenny Yellen isn't the only one involved in this. Actually, it's more the EU because the EU, more of the assets were seized in the EU than the United States. But what you have is you have a situation where this is thievery. And the nitwits would say, oh, well, they're Russians, Russian assets, so it's Russian. These aren't Putin's assets. These aren't government assets. These are assets of private individuals. First off, this is against international law. To seize private assets from another country to fund a war is preposterous, but this is exactly what these people are doing. And this is why there needs to be blockchain, this is why we need tokenization, and this is why we need to basically cut off the limbs of government. See, what's happening is you are reverting back to the Middle Ages. You are reverting back, well, actually before the Middle Ages, to the time of the Magna Carta. To a time where the king just basically fined whoever he wanted. and the fine was a way to raise money and there was nothing anybody could do about it. See this is what the Eighth Amendment was, I believe it's the Eighth Amendment, in the Bill of Rights. And this is what just gets discarded. And people say, oh this is a good thing, Trump's a bad, okay. What if the state of Florida decided to take on some monkey up charges, the house of Nancy Pelosi, because our beloved San Francisco Congresswoman has property in Florida. Maybe the state of Florida should take Zelensky's home in Miami. How about taking every Democratic home? It's easy to dummy up charges. It's easy to move it to a nice area where the jury pool. And actually, these weren't even juries. That's the Eighth Amendment trial by jury. So Trump didn't even have a jury. It was a judge who decided. But what's good for the goose is good for the gander. And so they just take that. What if the United States government. Says to France. You are not doing what we want. So we're taking your assets. Which of course they would be. Assets of the French citizens. And we're going to give them to. Britain to the UK. Or we're going to give them to the Germans. What's to stop that. Because once you. Get rid of the rule of law and you end up allowing corruption based upon whatever, it's over, it's done. And that's why we see the West in so much difficulty. And we have the push towards World War III by the same people who've lost every single war since World War II, the same mindset, the same neocons, and you have them both in the EU, you have them both in the United States, and what's going to happen? George Bush, two, probably cost the United States two trillion dollars, and who knows how many lives with his stupidity led by Rumsfeld and Cheney, to invade Iraq. Simultaneously, or maybe not simultaneously, but not long thereafter, we went into Afghanistan. And what happened? Two decades later, we leave with our tail between our legs. That's what U.S. foreign policy has been. And now the EU is dragged into it. They're complicit in it. They didn't fight it. And this isn't going to change. So how does the system, how can the system be altered to protect people? And this is where I believe blockchain comes in. See, the only reason why you could seize the assets is because... They were held by some party that was involved in the turning over of the assets. It's really that simple. So whether it's stocks, whether it's um, you know money in a bank, whether it's safe deposit box, whatever. It's some type of institution that said, and I'm not blaming necessarily the institutions. They really don't have a choice in the matter when the government shows up and says, here, here's a court order, give this to us. So the institutions don't have much say. But the fact that they can is the problem. And this is where if the rule of law goes out the window, which we're seeing in many areas, then what is left? And this is the problem with the monarchy. It's also the problem with agencies such as the Internal Revenue Service. The entities responsible for levying the taxes are the ones responsible for collecting the taxes. And essentially the ones who are making the laws are the ones who are the beneficiary or at least the recipient of the taxes. And if there is not enough tax revenue, They simply issue debt at an ever increasing rate to make up the difference. And we see this in many areas of the world, in many of the developed countries. And so what you have is we have to me what appears to be ever increasing corruption and because of that we need a defense and the one thing is with crypto assets that are tied to a blockchain as far as I know they cannot be accessed unless you have the private key Now, that doesn't mean complete defense because, you know, the government could say, give us the key or we'll throw you in a not so nice place and let you rot there. They still have that option. But see, at least there would be a transparency to the entire process. And there would be a discussion about it. And this is why a blockchain like Hive is so important. So that information can be put out there. Because we know the mainstream media, at least in the United States, is basically just a propaganda arm for the government. They're like Pravda in the Soviet Union. They're no different. And we see the same thing now to a certain degree with the social media platform. This is why all of this stuff is starting to fit against the backdrop of what's taking place. And it's not simply about monetary sovereignty. Not that that's not important and not that that's not a valid discussion point. But hopefully people are seeing this is much, much, much bigger. And one thing we know, once corruption starts, it doesn't stop. It only grows. And that stands to reason. In the United States, and I'm sure it's similar in Canada and, and different countries in Europe, we have these people in Congress who've been there for decades decades. Joe Biden was one of them. You have people 30, 40 years. They make it a career. And of course, they had other government service positions. I laugh at that. And then what happens? They leave office. If they do get elected out, what happens they go become lobbyists for some agency or some industry that paid them a boatload of money while they were in office. This is just the corruption. And obviously we see the same thing in the corporate world. The problem is is when you have corrupt Bureaucrats, corrupt politicians, a corrupt system. Doesn't matter about the companies. They are going to run wild, if they're favored, of course. Because what's the last line defense against these corporations? You know, antitrust and, you know, different trade uh regulations and things of that nature? It's government oversight. Well, how do you have government oversight with the FDA when big farmers fund in the FDA for the most part? And when people leave the FDA, where do they go work? Big farmers. When they leave the SEC, where do they go work? Goldman. Well, hell, we forget leaving the SEC. Gary Gensler came from Goldman. Gee, where's his bread butter? This is the problem. And it's not a right or left issue. It's not a Democrat or Republican or whatever the associated uh, parties are in the UK and, you know, different parts of Europe. It's all the same shit. And you can see the same shit going back to the Roman times. No difference. Human nature tends not to change. So... For this reason, technology may offer a solution because technology could offer people the ability just to opt out. You're not going to change the system for the most part, but what you can do is opt out of certain parts of it, and when people start to do that in big enough numbers, we've seen this in the private sector, companies collapse. When people enough people opted out going to Blockbuster, Blockbuster ended up bankrupt. If enough people drop their Netflix subscription, Netflix will go bankrupt. But now we're starting to see it with governments. And this is why I talk about blockchain and the network state and things of that nature. Because there's the ability to secure assets, there's the ability to add sovereignty in many different layers, and there's the ability to simply say, I'm opting out. Hope everybody has a great day. We'll catch you next time.